Hello, everyone, and welcome to More Than Macros Radio. I'm your host, Coach B. Let's talk about how I can help you figure your shit out when it comes to all the BS and the trends in the nutrition and fitness industry. I am a nutrition coach that understands the hurdles that women face every day, as I too am a wife and a mother, which is why a sustainable lifestyle can't just consist of tracking your macros. Join me each week as I, or sometimes we, talk about everything from health, wellness, nutrition, mindset, body, and fitness. The goal of this podcast is to have you think more about your habits and behaviors, your relationship with food, and for you to get really curious about where you are right now and where you want to be. If you've been struggling with your health and wellness and achieving your goals, you cannot afford to miss out on this podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to More Than Macros Radio. I'm your host, Coach B. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about stress, um, feeling the overwhelm, um, you know, the, the situation where you have all these things that you want to do. You've got your work, you've got your rest, you've got your play, you've got your health, right? And that struggle with trying to prioritize like all the things when you feel like you've got to do all the things, right? I, I hear this a lot. This is not uncommon. So, you know, the client will come in and say it's been a rough week, um, that they feel like the only consistent thing that they can get done is their exercise, but yet their health and their wellness has been very, very much put aside because the stress situation is so super high. And I find it interesting that exercise seems to be the one that people can continue to do, but the, the nutrition side of things. So like whether or not it is that you've, cho- you've chosen to eat better, track your food journal it, or whatever, um, that seems to be the one that's the hardest and the easiest to just say, fuck it. So, you know, for me as a coach, and because I see this so often, I've really, um, gone through the whole, um, breakdown of different strategies to approach the different situations. So I'm not going to give you a, like, this is not going to work for every single person. Let me be clear on that. But I do think that it's, it's really important to kind of talk about this because, and to provide these different strategies, because everything is, everyone is going to be different and whether you're um, a parent or not, or if it's just work, all that kind of stuff, like who knows what that stressor is, but that is probably the first thing that I would definitely say to do is to really zero in and identify what those stressors are, right? We have to figure out like what is pulling you in 20 different directions and why is it easier for you to exercise, but you can't seem to, to, you know, make a decision on what to make for supper or even to enter in something into your tracking app. Um, I think it's important to understand that. So I'm going to give you use the example of work because this one is often the one it's not so much the kids or even family life. It often is like work related. So, you know, the client will say, well, you know, I have to make money. Like I have to do everything for my job. And I get that hundred percent. Like, even though I don't work for somebody, I still have to put food on the table and pay my bills with my business as well. So of course work is going to be a priority. And I have clients that I am answerable to. So at the end of the day, it's like figuring out within that work schedule or whatever's going on with work, figuring out those priorities, right? And what are the stressors within that? Like, what are some things? And, and I got this straight from my mentor, Karen. Um, like, what are things that you can, you know, look at uh, delegating? Um, is there anything that you can delete or delay within that work 
you know, priority sequence. Okay. And I mean, it's not easy. I'm not going to say like, okay, well, you can just make the, make all these decisions because quite frankly, maybe you've got somebody that you answer to and they're making these decisions for you and you have no choice. However, maybe within some of the situations, these stressors, these, this overwhelm, you can ask for help or you can delegate it out. Like you don't have to do it all. Right. And so like, that's why I say for, for the situation is like, it's going to be dependent on what's actually going on, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's wise to just like try and do it all either. And just forget about it and just be like, okay, well, at least if I get my work, my, my walk-in, that's great. Or if I, I, if I get my workouts in, that's, that's going to make my health and my wellness so much better. And I'm going to, you know, feel better, but that doesn't work because then if you're not fueling your body, you're not really achieving that outcome goal that you were seeking. Right. So with, you know, just kind of figuring out the priorities within that. So I think that when it comes to, and, and I'm going to just kind of back up a little, little bit and zoom out a tiny, tiny bit, I mentioned work, but let's just call it stress. So yeah, identifying those stressors, um, you know, and again, asking yourself what you can delete, delegate or delay. Um, but I think that if it's stress is related back to your health, you know, like maybe you're like, you're freaking out because you can't get all the things done. Like you're not getting to track. You're not being, you, you don't feel like you can get the grocery shopping done. Like these things that you thought you had to do, maybe that's part of it. And, you know, you can set priorities within that as well. Um, a few things that could, could also help you. So you, you know, your stressors, you know what those are. Like you've, you've made the list of all the things, right? Time management is helpful with a lot of this because it brings attention to where you are right now with your things in life. So whatever those are. So, you know, you can imagine having a, you know, a circle and it's going to be like a pie chart. And you could sit down and figure out how much time are you spending on all these things, right? Like all these stressors, all these things in your life. Um, and remembering stress can be both good and bad. So like, that's why I call them that because like maybe, you know, even reading a bedtime story to your kids seems to be a stressor, but that's, that's, a, that's kind of like the good stress, like that's relaxed mode, but it's also like, you're trying to get the kids to bed frantic mode because you're fucking tired. Right. So I think using a pie chart, you could start with asking yourself where you're spending most of your time and creating that part, the pie chart with the percentages, and then next creating that pie chart with what you'd like to see happen. So like, even though this is where you are right now, what would your future self look like? Well, like, what is that, that, that optimal, you know, pie chart look like? Okay. Then you can compare the two, right. And then you're going to see where you want to shift time from the original pie chart for future, for the future ones to happen. And essentially what you're going to do is you're going to kind of reverse engineer that, right? Because like, if you right now are only spending, you know, your work is like 40% of the chart and only like 5% is, is your nutrition and, and maybe 10% is exercise. And you want to shift that you got to be able to recognize what it is that you need to do. Right. So you know, what is it about work that's holding you back and what you need to do in order to increase those percentages within your nutrition and your, and your exercise. That's why it's important to write this stuff down. We can think about it all we want, but again, that's the overwhelm. And that's why in a lot of cases, and, and again, I will take this straight from Karen because she taught me this very well when I worked with her is that that's where we end up like quote unquote procrastinating. But really what it is, is you're choosing to do the easy and, and just saying, fuck it to the hard. So even though that you, you know, what needs to get done, you're not getting it done because it's just so overwhelming, right? It's just easier to say no and just to do the easy stuff. Um, 
So you would reverse engineer to see how you can create that action plan. And it's to take one step at a time. So what would it, what would it require for you to do less work, but more focus on your, your nutrition? What would it require to do, you know, less work, um, and focus more on your exercise or even have the e equality between the exercise and nutrition. I would argue though, for most people, the nutrition should be the priority because we know that exercise is great for us, but is that really what's going to optimize you? Right. Maybe sleep is in there too. Like, this is the thing, like, don't just stop at like, okay, well, I want to improve my health and it's just nutrition. Like maybe you don't even fucking sleep because of all the things that you think you have to get done. Right. And, and again, you look at that, that pie chart. And if your sleep is only like, you know, you focus on it like 2% of the time and cause that you're only getting five hours of sleep a night, then we have to figure out, or you have to figure out what you need to do to improve that pie chart. Okay. Now this can also be done with, um, kind of going back to what I originally had said with the stressors. So kind of like understanding the task management of things too. So you can create a list of all the things that have to get done. So whether it's work related, health related, you know, I've done this where I did them all in one um, chart, but maybe you need to do a work related, like just work stuff. And, and then we're going to build that task management around that or, and then your health. But I, I would argue that it's probably easier to do both together because the, you have to be able to bring your lifestyle into your work and your work probably into your lifestyle a little bit. Like we don't stop at either. I think that we have to integrate them somehow. I think that's why it's, it's so black and white for some people. Like it's okay to maybe like at work, go for a walk. You know what I mean? So, you know, like what you could do is you can create a list of all the things that have to be done within that work and, and health related areas of life um, or lifestyle uh, related, I guess. Then you're going to pair all those tasks. And again, I got this from Karen. This was an amazing, like she took me through a lot of steps when I was coaching with her. And I want to share some of those, those little tricks that I've used to be successful with where I'm at in terms of like why I can show up every day for my workouts and why I show up for my nutrition. Okay. It's not perfect, but I do show up. Um, so going back to this, so like, you're going to create these, you're going to pair all the tasks and then you're going to take the pairs and you're going to figure out of the two, which is the most important. And then you keep pairing these tasks until you get to the very end where you now in front of you have your number one priority. So this essentially is what's going to help you prioritize things. And this is where I think it's important because again, and I'm only speaking from a mom's perspective, you got to get all the things done. Like you have to be it. But the problem with that is that when you're trying to be it, guess who get guess, ugh, guess who gets left behind the number one asset, which is you you really actually don't prioritize yourself at all. Like you're not putting your quote unquote self-care in there because you're doing all the things for everybody. And so like that overwhelm, and then you feel like you're not getting anywhere with your, your nutrition and your health and wellness goals, right? Again, I want to reiterate that you as a listener, you are not alone in this. This is not something that you know, I take, uh, you know, lately when clients tell me like they're super stressed, I mean, I would... I see it so much. And I think with, with where we are with life and how busy everybody is and how we all feel like we need to get shit done now, like it really is, is it can be very overwhelming. However, I think you have to, you know, work is important. You got to pay your bills, but your health is just as important. So you have to really zoom out for a moment and be patient with yourself, but also understand and take a very, very good look at where you feel that you can delegate things out or delete things 
or delay them. So what I mean by delegating is asking for help and deleting, like maybe there's stuff that's on this list that you actually don't have to do right now. Like, um, at all, like this is the stuff like, well, why would I do this? It's actually not doing anything for me. Right. So you can delete that off of your list, but delaying just means you're not going to do it now, but you will get to it eventually. And that is okay. You know, like I used to think that I always had to answer my clients right away. I would get a text message and I would have to immediately respond because I would feel like a shitty coach if I didn't respond to them. But if I, if I did that with every single person, I would never have any time to myself, nor would my kids get my attention. I remember my daughter, Brooke telling me, and she was quite young. Um, and this is when I was really like into the online space. And I really wanted to like, of course, build my business. And so I'm like, I'm dealing with clients all the time. And I just want to get, you know, make sure I'm responding. And I wanted to be that coach who was different. Like I didn't, I didn't ignore you um, or anything like that. So I remember she would say that she would see me. So she'd be playing basketball and she'd be sitting on the bench in between her shifts. And she's, she's young, but she's young enough to understand that mom's paying attention or not. And she would say to me at the end of her game, well, thanks for watching mom, because I, you know, you were on your phone the entire time. And then sometimes Corey would even bring that up. He's like, why are you always texting? I'm like, well, I'm just responding to a client. Like, and then, and he said, he would say to me, he's like, so like, do you work 24 hours of the day or do you actually take time off? And he really got me to think, you know, thinking about that, like I need to learn how to set boundaries and I need to start to, you know, set priorities within my own day. Like where do my kids, you know, where do they show up in my priorities, right? Like, what do I need to do? Even though I want to be, you know, taking care of myself, like I have to still take care of them. So it was really, really important for me to really kind of figure that out. So that's why I started setting boundaries too. Like, I'm just like, okay, well, this can be delayed. I don't have to answer. And so those of you who work with me, you know that, like, I will get back to you within 24 hours. Um, and sometimes I'll even say like, text me. And if it means you were in the store and you're asking me which produce to buy, or is this, a, you know, okay. I always say to my clients, listen, I may not get back to you right away. And it may not be the answer you were looking for in that moment, but I will always ask them after the fact, like, Hey, sorry, I didn't get back to you. What did you end up choosing? And it allows for a conversation to still happen. And it, it still makes them feel like I'm still there. And even for some, I don't respond to them until the next day. You know why? Because they text me at eight o'clock at night and I'm off. Like I am completely off my phone. So we have to be able to set those boundaries. We have to set those priorities so that we can function as human beings and be there when we need to be there and to show up the way we want to. So, I mean, for me, I think it's really, really important to understand too, that I don't put so much pressure on myself anymore. I used to, and it would stress the fuck out of me. And then I'm like making these knee jerk reactions or somebody would text me and I'd be almost, or, or I'd read something and, and I'd be in react mode instead of like proactive thinking. So my advice to you is to kind of like allow yourself that space. Right. And I know it's hard. I, again, I I'm speaking from the heart here. Like I get it. Um, everyone's situation is going to be different. And I do believe we all have the same 24 hours in a day. We just got to learn how to prioritize, use some task management skills, set boundaries. Like there's so many things that we can do. And it, I mean, if it comes to your nutrition and you're not feeling like you're, you're uh, um, in a place where you're paying attention to it, you got to figure out why, what is going on? Like that mental fatigue that I've ta I've talked about on many of my posts and maybe on the podcast already. Like if you can't make a deliberate decision for your health and wellness, then it's because you're fucking tired and you're exhausted and you're doing too many things. Right. And it's taking, you know, like that, that's that stress 
is taking a lot away from your deliberate decision-making skills. And that's the self-control we talk about. That's either going to go out the fucking door because you need instant gratification or it's going to be in place, right? Because you've now learned to delegate and you've delayed some stuff and you've learned to, you know, definitely, definitely, um, you know, delete shit out of your life. Okay. With your health, sometimes I do feel like clients put a lot of pressure on themselves to show up because they have this outcome goal. And again, when you focus only on the outcome goal, that's where you start to get into trouble, right? Because you forget about the steps, like the behavior goals. So again, like if you are only doing the exercise, but tracking is what you signed up to do for yourself. Like that's the thing you believe, like you did the whole, like, oh, is tracking good for me? Not what does it do for me? Blah, blah, blah. And you've decided you made the decision that you want to track, but now somehow you've got this cognitive dissonance and nothing's turning out. Like you're not acting towards your behavior or sorry, your outcome goal. Like it's not anything you're doing right now. is just so far from where you need to be. Then that's where you have to be like, okay, what is going on here? Right? So is it too much pressure? Um, do you need to, you know, you know, take a step back and really ask yourself the question of like, why, you know, why am I doing this? What do I need to do? What needs to be changed? Um, you know, where are my priorities and, you know, is this what I'm doing right now? How's this working for me? Is it positively, um, you know, like impacting the outcome I desire. Right. So again, like if we want outcome goals to happen with, you know, our body composition, our health and wellness, if we're trying to optimize our performance, we have to look at the behaviors and stuff that line up. And if they're not, then that's where you have to ask yourself that question. Like, how is the stress supporting this? It's, it's not, I mean, a good stress, of course, is going to be something where you're putting applied exercise to your muscles and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but we don't want to be in a place of like not being able to make decisions for ourselves or feeling so overwhelmed. We're crying in the corner. We want to quit our jobs and, you know, like we're yelling at our kids because we're so overwhelmed. Okay. So I think, um, one of the things that you could do is, is just really, again, zoom out, um, uh, with some of the overwhelm that you might feel, I think it's important to maybe, again, I use this terminology a lot. Like you zoom, zoom out for a second, look at what's going on. Where's the overwhelm coming from scale back and ask yourself, what is the, you know, two to three things that have to get done, you know, and the thing within that, especially when it comes to your health is like, what is that thing that will make you feel better after you complete that task? Okay. And focus on those tiny rocks, like focus on the small things. So in closing, I want to share with you, like for me, um, I'm, you know, I show up for my workouts and I show up for my nutrition on a regular basis. It's never perfect, but I mean, an example today, you know, recording this, I mean, um, you know, I have a lot to do in my day. And so like my workout was not as you know, there wasn't as much volume involved and, and intensity, but I still showed up right. Working out for me is just something that I do. And it is for me uh, a way in which to manage and complete my stress cycles, right? Like for me, it's just like, you know, a workout is really good, but so are my walks. So it's essential that I get those in because I focus on how I feel after that task. So like when you, when we look at overwhelm, what are those two or three things? That's what I do. The two or three things is always going to be my workout, my walk and my nutrition. So, you know, like even when I'm not feeling the best, I could have a migraine or a headache. I'm still going to put the effort in to wanting to eat well that day. It's not going to be perfect. It never is, but it's, it's definitely not going to be, unless I'm like digestively sick, it's not going to be where I starve myself or, 
I'm not going to, I listen to my body and stuff, but I still focus on that somewhat. Okay. Um, and with my nutrition or sorry, with my exercise, it's the same thing. Like I'll listen to my body if I didn't get great sleep. And even then, just let me be clear, listening to your body, listening to you, looking at your biofeedback, and then making the choice to not do your workout is also going to be beneficial. It's just making sure that when you do that, that you understand the decision you made instead of feeling guilty about that decision to not show up, right? So if those negative thoughts do come in, again, you're going to have to break those down. Okay. So at the end of the day, you know, stress and overwhelm, it is part of our daily lives. It's managing it better so that you don't um, feel like you don't have the bandwidth to support your outcome goals. And I think it's important that you are still always going to be the number one asset within your day. Even though you have children and spouses and all that kind of stuff, you still have to be able to show up for you in order to show up for them. And I really, really encourage you to, to really ask yourself those questions of what could, what would you do differently? Right. Ask, you know, do you feel, I don't know, like how does feeling like super stressed and exhausted and everything feel like, how do, how do you feel? I, it's so hard for me to put into words, but how is that serving you? Like, how can being like, I got to get all this stuff done for this so-and-so person that I work for, but then you don't even eat all day and you can't sleep at night. How is that working for you? And how can that possibly be something positive? Right. And I get it. Um, you may not think that tracking is a priority at that, at that time. And for sure, I think that again, it's looking at that phase and looking what's going on and is tracking going to serve you positively or negatively, right? Um, it, or is it just another thing? But again, like sometimes it's easier for you to say to yourself, well, this is just another thing and I don't need to worry about it. But really, is that, is that true? Because maybe that quote unquote, that other, that it's just another thing is why you are actually in the position you are, because you continuously tell yourself that same narrative. Changing the narrative is helpful. You know, if you want to have a different story, you have to change part of those stories, right? So, you know, I think at the end of the day, I want to leave you with this, that I get it. Uh, you're busy, you're stressed, you're overwhelmed, but you don't have to be stuck in that. Learning to set priorities, learning to zoom out, learning to be okay with doing less is sometimes the best thing that you could do for yourself. All right, that's all I have for you guys. I guess I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. And don't forget to tag me at Motivate and Be Fit and follow or subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. And please don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This allows the podcast to grow while helping more people figure their shit out. Chat to you next week.